Hey, just a quick note. We recorded this episode last month, and in it, our guest, Roberto Hilton, references a law enforcement roundtable, which FEMA hosted on April 24th, 2019. I'm Mark Peterson, and this is the FEMA Podcast. If you've listened to this podcast regularly, you've heard more than a few times about FEMA's strategic plan and the agency's three main priorities of building a culture of preparedness, readying the nation for catastrophic events, and reducing the complexity of FEMA. On today's episode, we're going to delve a bit deeper and discuss one of those many stakeholder groups critical to successfully achieving those priorities, the law enforcement community. It's also National Police Week, which is a time to pay tribute to the law enforcement officers who have made the ultimate sacrifice for our country and to voice our appreciation for those who are currently serving. On today's episode, we caught up with Roberto Hilton, the director of the Office of Law Enforcement Engagement and Integration for FEMA, and talked with him about his team's mission to integrate emergency management and the law enforcement community, and how those efforts will help strengthen our nation, reduce risks, and improve our country's capabilities to prepare for, respond to, recover from, and mitigate potential disasters. So Roberto Hilton, you have one of the most interesting jobs at FEMA, and and actually really one of the most unique jobs at FEMA. You're the senior law enforcement advisor for the agency. So tell me about what your office does. You know, uh, after Katrina, uh, Emergency Management and Law Enforcement uh, decided to have a representative at FEMA who who will serve as a uh, subject matter expert to the administrator as it pertains to to law enforcement issues. Uh, What we do and we're supposed to do on a daily basis is to integrate law enforcement and and, and emergency management. Uh, It sounds very uh, simple and easy, but it's a very uh, difficult task. Uh, uh, Serving as the uh, senior law enforcement advisor, my, my, my purpose is to provide subject matter expertise to not only the senior leadership at FEMA, but all offices and program areas within FEMA. I would think the public would think, like you said, that's a pretty simple sort of enterprise. You, What they think, of, what the public sees as emergency management is probably more akin to what they think of as fire and police, you know, these responders going out there. But the emergency management is this organization that's um, coordinating all the efforts of police, fire, and maybe streets and sanitation. This is on the local level, right? Exactly. So why why has it been so difficult to coordinate emergency management with law enforcement? Because, as you know, uh, historically, uh, at some point, this new discipline called emergency management began to emerge and evolve into what we are today. At some point, there was a divergence uh, the crisis management uh, went in one direction, and emergency management continued to uh, to evolve and develop. So, uh, I don't think it's too much of a, uh, a tension because of a uh, lack of respect. It's just a, a lack of engagement and and being brought to the table to be part of the uh, the process. So, uh, the difficulties surrounding that is actually to reduce that tension and to make sure that both parties and do- both discipline engage as we move forward. Is that um, engagement, that need for engagement um, true at other levels besides the local level? I mean, is that true at the national level as well from what you see? Exactly, at, at all levels. And, and again, uh, yesterday we held a roundtable uh, here at FEMA that uh, was unprecedented. It, we have never brought law enforcement together in one location to actually 
take a self-introspective uh, uh, assessment of ourselves and see where we see ourselves in the emergency management world. And yesterday was a uh, resounding success. What were some of the things that you heard from the law, enforce com- law enforcement community? One of the things that I wanted to highlight yesterday is to uh, so that not only the senior leadership here at FEMA, but also uh, others who are relevant in the emergency management world to see that law enforcement is not a single entity. Law enforcement is a very complex uh, group of uh, community of interest that uh, that form this uh, this this discipline we call law enforcement in in our normal vernacular. But what we heard from law enforcement yesterday is that they're energized, they're excited, they want to participate in the uh, this culture of preparedness, like our, our strategic goal uh, emphasizes creating a culture of preparedness, readying the nation for the next uh, catastrophic event and reducing complexities. Yeah, you got right to it. Um, you know, we talk a lot about the strategic plan here on the podcast, and uh, but your o- your office um, has developed uh, or is is really engaged in um, in promoting the strategic plan, obviously through the law enforcement community, um, and and one of those things is increasing the outreach, like you said, uh, with the uh, was it a symposium? That you yes, it was a uh, roundtable. We actually oh, it was a roundtable, right? It was a roundtable. We actually have o- had over seven to seven attendees from from a national guard to animal care to the attorneys of the National Attorney General's uh, Association to uh, all the training and post directors of training for law enforcement across the country and other law enforcement. So this was so successful so that people could actually see the complexities of law enforcement. Parole and probation, corrections, we were all in one room and saying, guys, it's time for us to become part of this culture. How do we ready ourselves for the next catastrophic event and reducing the complexities? Reducing the complexities by understanding who we are and becoming part of a process called emergency management. So your office has developed your own strategic plan to support the larger strategic plan, right? Yes, in order to, but it's still aligned with the uh, with the vision and the uh, strategic plan of the organization. Yeah. So, what are your prior your specific priorities? Because I know your your office is sort of changing. Um, in the way that it approaches uh, its business for FEMA, right? You're going to be a little bit more active in the engagement. Um, and so uh, what are some of the priorities that you've outlined uh, that you're going to be focused on over the next year? The priorities, uh, like you just uh, emphasized, is one, build true partnership in the law enforcement uh, community, understanding and defining who this community of interest is, is and using the, our strategic plan as the blueprint to actually message on behalf of FEMA our, our capabilities and actually our movement forward. Uh, so one of the things your plan outlines is the need to develop uh, the emergen- an emergency management framework for disasters and steady state activities you know, for law enforcement community. Can you explain what that would look like and the process that you would need to undertake to establish that kind of framework? I know you have had conversation with uh, Dr. Kaniski and uh, the uh, framework is going to be nothing that I'm going to reinvent. We're going to align our our, our vision with the uh, office uh, with the with resiliency, and we're going to be preparing the first responders. So, how do we ensure that first responders are properly prepared and also have the resiliency to actually sustain a protracted mission assignment away from their families? So, resiliency comes first, preparing our, their families uh, financially and the, uh, the first responders, and also ensuring that they have the various capabilities necessary to assist in a, uh, 
in a in the next catastrophic event. So National Police Week starts May fifteenth, and um, I think you are participate uh, annually in some of the activities. W- what are you going to be doing this year? Uh, every year, uh, uh, we uh, we in the law enforcement uh, community take a pause for a few minutes to make sure that we recognize those who have paid. Their, uh, the ultimate sacrifice, who have actually sacrificed their life in defense of the the rule of order, uh, the the order of uh, order of this country. Uh, I participate by attending memorial services at uh, at the National uh, Law Enforcement Memorial. I, I participate in, in different uh, activities uh, by li- uh, different local law enforcement events, honoring the, honoring their heroes. And this is personal for you. I mean, you have a long history of um, you have a long background in law enforcement. Uh, yes, sir. It's personal. Uh, th- this is my 39th year in law enforcement, and uh, throughout my assignments, from uh, being a police officer to uh, first line supervisor to the chief of police, we have actually I've actually had uh, officers who have lost their lives in the line of duty. I've had officers who have worked with me, and their child, their children have actually become. Uh, Police officers, I never actually, uh, we have had a couple of them lost their lives uh, during my uh, my administration. And, it's, and it's, it's very personal because I understand the sacrifices that families and these officers make on a daily basis to make sure that the rule of uh, law is maintained in this country. Uh, given that background, how did you make the... Um the leap or the movement or the shift from law enforcement specifically to law enforcement um, and emergency management? I think I've always been a uh, person that uh, I've had an open mind. I understand that uh, throughout my, my career, I've actually uh, interacted, interacted a number of times with emergency management. So I, I understood the uh, various principles of emergency management and the need for an emergency manager in Roberto Hilton's opinion, and and in conversations that I plan to have f- with future uh, my future colleagues, is that an emergency manager is a profession that is a very skilled pos- position for someone who actually organizes and and actually uh, directs resources during a, a catastrophic event. Law enforcement, fire and other responders are part of an orchestra. I'm a musician by trade. I play saxophone and clarinet. So. Uh, each one of the sections, the brass section, the percussion, the woodwind section, law enforcement is a part of an orchestra directed by a professional called an emergency manager. An emergency manager, and that's the uh, the mindset that needs to go forward. Uh, emergency managers are are law enforcement officers also. So uh, it's not about there's not a separation. We have uh, a number of different uh, organizations who are led by uh, police officers who are the uh, the emergency managers. So uh, I think this is going to be a win-win situation for us. Uh, I think law enforcement is ready. They're prepared. They're excited. But at the uh, roundtable yesterday, that was a resounding success. Uh, you could see the excitement. You could see the openness. You could see that uh, the senior leadership here at FEMA. We have so much resource here under our, our, our various portfolios within FEMA that we can actually support our, our state and local partners. So where do you see the Office of Law Enforcement Engagement and Integration over the next five years, or even casting it out into the future, even 10 years? You know, How do you see the changes that you're looking to make now affecting that office going forward? I see uh, the office being an integral part of uh, FEMA. It's, it should be uh, incorporated in a, in a seamless uh, way. And we, uh, 
we afforded the opportunity to uh, to help uh, provide substantive uh, uh, ideas, resources, and opinion and guidance moving forward, like any other program office within FEMA, and not to be uh, solely identified as a law enforcement office versus an emergency management office, which is just staffed by uh, law enforcement practitioners. How? What does your office mean for the individual? You know the the homeowner um, in a community. Uh, what does the work that you do? How does it connect to that person? Well, the uh, FEMA's mission is to ensure that we build a culture of preparedness. In order for uh, for the community to be prepared, law enforcement has to be a part of this community. It has to be inclusive. So. Uh, my office's role is to, 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 to meet that goal, to work with all the other emergency responders to be seamless, to be part of this new culture, to be inclusive so that we all can be prepared. If the law enforcement community is not on board, uh, there, if we look at our lifelines, safety and security. Without safety and security, we could have the best plans in the world, and we can't execute without ensuring that we have the proper environment in which we can execute. We welcome your comments and suggestions on this and future episodes. Help us to improve the podcast by rating us and leaving a comment. If you have ideas for future topics, send us an email at fema-podcast at fema.dhs.gov. If you'd like to learn more about this episode or other topics, visit fema.gov podcast. The FEMA app is the best option to receive timely alerts and useful information that help you and your loved ones stay safe before, during, and after disasters. This simple and easy-to-use resource provides alerts, safety information, emergency preparedness tips, and disaster assistance. Download the FEMA app from Google Play or the App Store now.